Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. I received an email tonight. Oh, wow. I want to start out by just saying that I'm going to talk about a lot of stuff in this episode, what's going on in the world. I'm not going to get into politics. If you're not in a place where you want to talk about how the world is affecting our work and our work is affecting our life and vice versa, all this stuff, and what that looks like for you, what that looks like for the boutique industry, and what I think collectively as women, as a society, as a culture, like we're all kind of feeling, that's kind of like the vibe of this episode, okay? My intention is for it to be empowering and help you feel like you're not alone in the place where you're at in this very moment. Like I I almost feel like I'm back in COVID time. I've Someone said this to me today too. And I was like, yeah, 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 I feel that because I feel this urgent need to talk about what I'm hearing, what I'm feeling, like just reach out to you and help you feel more supported and help you feel like you're not alone kind of in the state of the world, the industry. I mean, we're we're not even in that stage. But here's what I'll tell you is if you're in a place to feel like empowered and like maybe I'm on the same page as you and things like that, and you need a little pick me up reminders, things like that, this will be good. I will say that I'm, you know, I'm not going to make light of things and I'm not going to gaslight us around like, you know, the world is very difficult right now. It's very difficult. I'm going to laugh because I'm uncomfortable. So I just want you to know that too. Like that's also going to be part of this journey tonight together. But it's all in, it's all in the, in service to you as a boutique owner living through this time and space right now together, kind of what's my take on it. And it's all based on an email that I got tonight. I wanted to give you that heads up. I got an email tonight from Rhonda, who I adore. She and her friend Amber signed up for my Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator in January, I think, of this year, 2023. And they loved it. (laughs) Such a good time. Rhonda is like more profitable. She like painted part of the outside of her building. Like we just did all these great things to beef up her business and make it really strong. And both of them... So so she sent me an email and it struck a nerve with me in the best way. So I want to thank Rhonda for trusting her intuition and just shooting off the email to me because it not only gives me good content, but this is stuff that has been boiling. Like it's been trying to boil in my mind. And I feel like... I'm at a bit of a full boil right now. We're in Scorpio season. This is my season. This is when I was born. My husband's a Scorpio. My daughter's a Scorpio. This is intense energy that we're stepping into. Whether you believe in astrology or not, like I believe in everything. I, I'm kind of one of those people who's like, if it works and I feel it, I get it. If it feels good to me, then I'm going to go with it. So we're in Scorpio season. Rhonda sent me this message intuitively. And it's such a good thing that I want to read some of this to you. So maybe you can see where kind of my kickoff point for this conversation is. I'm going to connect a bunch of dots. Okay, so so here we go. Quick question. I feel like you may have some insight on is the subject line. Okay. Hey, Emily, hope you're well. I'm a member of another organization and someone put the past few months and I was surprised to see so many people chime in and say, they are feeling this way, the same, like blah, funky feeling. So I mentioned to Amber that I would love to hear, you seem to intuitively have a feel for how things are going in the industry. Both of our sales are up, so it's not a sales issue. It's just a bad case of the blahs. (laughs) 
I love decorating my store for Christmas. And this past weekend, it just felt like a chore and I couldn't wait for it to be over. In fact, we didn't even finish it at all, which is something I haven't done in seven years. Anyway, just curious if you're hearing this and if you might have any observations as to what the cause might be. Sincerely, Rhonda. What I'm taking from this is a lot of people are feeling blah. What's going on? And if I've been hearing it, if I have any intuitive insights. So I have so much to say about this. I I just wrote seven pages in my notebook. Now I write big. So it it may be like three to four pages, but we're going to dive into this. Okay. Because Rhonda, I hear you. I have identified, I feel like, I feel like they feel blah, like they're bored. They're just like, uh, like we're doing this again. They feel really overwhelmed or burnt out. They feel like, oh my God, I've just been doing this. Like I'm burnt out. This is intense. Like running a business is intense. And then I think there's some people that feel really uncomfortable. They're feeling discomfort, whether it's in their body, with their thoughts. To me, all of these, you can also feel all of these. You can feel two of these things. Uh, You could be like, Emily, I don't feel any of that. I just, I don't know. I'm just lackluster. I hear you. Okay. So I want to zoom out really far. So what we're going to do is we're going to zoom out kind of far. And then we're going to... So I want to talk about the big picture. Then I want to talk about industry. And then I want to talk about you, how you're feeling. What are things that you can do right now, like this week, to move yourself forward, to get unstuck or, or you know, start to shift some of that energy, period. And like, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor. I, if you need to see a therapist, please do. I do. And I will say some of this information was sourced from her because this is a topic I've discussed with her last week. Because as a consultant and, and coach, you know, she is very close to what I do. <laughs> like, you know, so I was like, what are you, what are you talking to a lot of people about? And da, da, da. So I will say I, I've gotten some touch points on this from not only my people, you know, other advisors, spiritual advisors, like uh, in astrology, in in the world. So, okay, let's start off at the top. You're feeling off, you're feeling funky. Well, number one, you've been in this business seven years. And I think Amber has been around a little bit around that time too. I have this funny feeling right now in the industry that there's a lot of established people. So you guys have been in it for like four, five, six, seven, 10, 15 years. Okay. Like you guys were around before COVID and you were doing the boutique thing probably before COVID or like definitely 2019. Like 2019, you either started or you you were open then at least, right? That seems to be a big chunk of people that are chilling right now in boutique land. You're probably doing, you know, 15, 20 to 50 to a hundred thousand dollar months, whatever you're at. But like you're doing well, you're you're good. Like Rhonda said, she's like, my sales are up. I'm good. We're like, we're cool, but we're just blah, right? I think, I think it's a little bit unprecedented to have so many people in that state in a situation where we can all talk to each other. So like, remember, maybe like the last shift we saw of having this kind of online community and online space, like this is new in our industry, in the world. And I think sometimes we forget that and we think, oh, it's just normal to be able to share all this information. One of the things my therapist said was that, you know, the extent to information that we right now have access to, it's actually like, it's very hard for our human body to manage it. Like we're not designed to manage this level of information kind of always being thrown at us. And that's, you know, from from being a boutique owner to being a human in the world, right? We are managing a lot. Of, I just posted something on my Instagram tonight about like, listen, like I am just, I open up an app and I'm, it's an onslaught of like, 
just a lot. <laughs> a lot of things are happening. Okay, so I feel like there's a lot of you guys like Rhonda, and I can think of so many of you who I've been hanging out with in these parts for years. And then I think there's kind of a crop of new-ish people who have come about in the past like two years. And, you know, I think not knowing kind of what happened with the LuLaRoe and the big influx of clothing sellers online. There was a huge influx. We all need to just like be okay recognizing that and not seeing it as a negative thing, but seeing it as like a massive sort of... It like, to me, and when I think about LuLaRoe, Agnes and Dora, like sort of MLM companies coming in, direct selling companies coming into boutique land space, it feels like they just came in and sucker punched everything and kind of like boom, 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 boom. And then they're like gone, <laughs> you know? And I say that in a way not to be negative, but we in boutique land, we in like the retail space, that's not something that we've ever really experienced in such a grand scale. Also, like a hundred thousand new boutiques just opened in about the span of like two to three years. And that's a little crazy. That's a little uncomfortable. And I think we're all sort of suffering from the other side of that. And you might be sitting here being like, I started out in an MLM. Now I have an established boutique. Fine. Like I don't, no judgment. I'm, what I'm saying is the pure quantity of sellers online reached a max height, like at some point there in 2020, 2021. Okay. And now I think we're coming down from it. I think we're coming, we're crashing down. And I think we're all a little tired. I think that, and, and then I think there's those people that are new that are coming in, they didn't like experience that, right? And they're coming in fresh and like, we love you guys, our newbies. Like, it's great. You're like, I want to sell to everyone and I want my clothes to be affordable. And the established people that are hanging out are looking at you being like, hey, don't do that, actually. I just was voice messaging with uh, Anna from Cooley Boutique. And she was saying that she's like encountered this situation where someone's talking about their store and how it, you know, is affordable and there's something for everyone and how she's like, Oh no, don't do that. You know, she, she can tell this person's really new. And like, so I think there's this interesting juxtaposition of sort of who's left, you know, who's, who's hanging out boutique land. I also find, to be honest with you, um, I feel like I either want to teach boutique basics bootcamp, or I want to teach sky's the limit accelerator because the middle area, like where six figure blueprint lies, all that content is so good. And I also think I should like crunch it in with one of the two of them because it does feel like you're starting out. And then if you, most people are getting themselves to 10K, 20K, 30K months, like even 12 to 15K. Like if you can get yourself to 12 to 15K, you're good. You're in good shape. You know, like you're, you're, you're good. You're rocking and rolling. Okay. Like I think that's, to me, that's where we want you to be. But I do think this feels a little bit like COVID, like we're just uncertain. You know, I think the world at large, is going through a massive shift. Like we, you know, since October 7th, and honestly, going back to like Russia invading Ukraine, I mean, like, let's be real. Like there's some major, again, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. I need to like remind you of that. I'm like, and also I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Like, why are you just invading another country? Like we know why, okay? And it's also like a lot of new things are being revealed on the world stage that maybe we didn't know about or that we didn't, come to realize until we were educated about it. I think it feels like terrorism is like literally down the street. It's like a state away. It's like, you know, two towns away or it's on our street. Like terrorism, gun violence, like mass shootings, all of this stuff feels so close to us. And in my perspective on the world stage, it feels 
more powerful. It feels more dangerous and it feels like uncertain to me. And while my positivity is like, things are going to be okay. Like there's always light after the dark. You know, there's always light after the dark. It does feel like hate and division and the wanting to pit sides against each other and all this kind of like, it's just, it's happening again, kind of like during COVID, right? And the fighting isn't fun. Like it's not fun. I think a lot of times too, everyone actually is kind of in agreement. Like there are things that we agree on and maybe we're not speaking the same language or in the same accent. Like the other day I drove over to, I stopped by a friend's house because I saw them outside. And I was just like, wanted to drive in the driveway and say, hey, you know? And so I drive in and we chat and then her son comes out and he's the same age as Adeline. He's like maybe a couple months older. And I was like, hey, dude, like, what are you going to be? Do you have a Halloween costume? Like, what's your, you know, are you going to dress up? And he's like, yeah. He says, digger and shovel. And like, I understood him perfectly. But his mom, my friend was like, you understood that? And I was like, listen, he and Adeline have the same accent. Like they're, they're, they may be like different. They may never hang out. But like, I hear him for what he's saying. You know, he's two. So I, I think that, I think that what I'm saying is, you know, I think a lot more of us are in agreement on certain subjects. Like we don't want people to die. We don't want, we don't want there to be hate groups, threatening violence. And like, like no one wants to live under this duress and under this discomfort. Like our bodies are not meant to handle this discomfort. And I think it's hard to know what to say. It's hard, you know, it, we need to be educating ourselves, right? That, that, is, that is what we've also been revealed to us is we need to be aware of what's going on. And what can also coexist is we can get too much into that. And we can get like, we can go way down the, the rabbit hole and it can be harmful. And so in my brain, I've been thinking about this idea of a Venn diagram. So, you know, the three circles that looks like a peace sign of three circles where there's three different topics and they overlap. You know, they all, and, and they all overlap with each other. So if I put myself in the middle, the three circles around me are my family, my work, you know, Boutique Training Academy, this company, and then the world, okay? Those are very broad, obviously, but those are kind of the three things that I'm always dancing around on a daily basis, right? Those are the three things I'm interfacing with and probably you are too, right? And, and like, I, you know, I would lump work as like, if you sell a nine to five, like we throw it in there. Anyway, everything does affect each other. And I think when we get into a place where the world is hard and overwhelming and uh, heavier than we've experienced it, it's going to affect our work. It's going to affect our family. Just like how when things are going on in our family, maybe we're getting sick. Maybe someone had surgery. Maybe someone passed away. Like maybe, maybe there's just something going on in your family or your home life or you're moving or whatever. That's going to affect your work. Okay, it just is. And your work is going to always affect not only your family, that's the obvious, but your work does have an effect on the world. And I don't want you to forget that. Now, I don't also need you to like save, you know, save the world, right? But I, I do think it's important to understand that for me, my purpose in this job, like the job I've created for myself, is to truly embolden more women especially, I mean, any marginalized person, okay? Women mostly are here, right? I want us 
to be economically more powerful than generations before us as women, okay? I believe that women are incredibly powerful. What we lack is money. (laughs) And that's been proven over and over. When you give us money, we manage it so darn well. And that's been proven over and over. Um, And we have the ability because we are like 70% of the consumer business here in the US in terms of like spending. We have massive power, okay? But we've been told we don't, or it's been taken away from us somehow, or we've been told we have a little business or, and I'm going to get mad a little bit. So just bear with me because I still hold back sometimes. (laughs) But let me tell you something. I believe so much in every single person who's on the other side of this microphone, who is, I'm in your ears right now. I believe in you so much. I want you to be so economically powerful that you have like what you want your life to look like, it can look like from the home you live in, from the the vacations you take, right on up to the people you vote for and the lobbies that you, you know, the protests that you go to, the signs that you stand, you know, your votes, like where, you know, the taxes you're saving money on. I, I want you to be someone who creates a different situation for your family and for your county and for your town or for a school that you, you know, your kid goes to. Like, I want you to have the economic power and freedom so that you can make an influence in the places that you want to and that you care about. Because in my lifetime, I hope that my daughter does not experience a lot of what I've experienced. And again, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. Growing up as a woman in this country has not, and and as a woman of privilege, okay, let me just say that straight up, okay, there, I've had every, I'm a privileged person, okay, and still I carry the collective trauma of growing up as a woman in this country and feeling marginalized and feeling like my voice doesn't matter or that my opinion is dismissed, especially in a room of men. And I'm just, I'm done. Like, I just, I don't, I like, I don't want to sign up for that anymore. The soundtrack in my head is shifting so quickly and so powerfully that I get to the point where all I can think, okay, like, so <laughs> my Roman empire, the thing that I think about all the time is where are the women in the room? Where are the women on the calls? Like, why are women not in these rooms negotiating deals, talking sense into people? Like, I think as women, one thing we can agree on is like, we don't want other humans to die. Like there's a level of compassion of like, and listen, men too. Okay. I'm I'm like, I really don't want to like say that men also don't care about people dying. What I want to say is that in these situations that we're experiencing and going through right now in the global sphere that we're looking at, every name on those headlines is a man. And they're doing things that like, we're like, wait, 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 wait. We don't want that. Like, like, I, I don't know about you. I don't want a World War III. I, I just don't. Like, I, I don't want to sign up for that. Like, where do we just vote to not sign up for that, right? Like, it does not feel... And then like, so this is where we're going domestically, okay? So let's come back home to where we are in the US. Like, I, I mean, I, I know I have some listeners from other places, but I'm sure you're dealing with some of this stuff too right? The extremism, like extreme this, that, like, you know, our politicians aren't necessarily representing what we want or how we feel, or maybe they are and we're happy. And, you know, but I, I think 
we're experiencing in the U.S. sort of the shakeup of information and access and money and power and greed and like inflation and corporate and and unions. Like, again, the amount of information that we now have as voters, as people who pay taxes, especially business taxes, it feels like a lot when you just look at the world stuff. It's a lot. And if you're crying, if you're upset, if you're like, how, what are we doing? That is so valid. It's so valid. And I think especially at this time of year where we're in between seasons, what is going to happen in the next two weeks in our industry specifically is that we're going to see a slowdown. And again, this is me like, I don't, I don't create your reality. Okay. I'm here pitching my voice in saying, Hey, I want you to feel validated. I want you to feel safe. I want you to feel like other people are feeling this way. And it's okay to feel like this, even though you're a business owner. Here's the thing. You're a business owner. It can be very hard to navigate this stuff. Okay. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history, right? Like I, I, I saw this meme tonight while I was scrolling and it said, it was a quote. It was like a Twitter kind of a quote. And it said, don't make me repeat myself. And it was history. Oh my gosh. My gosh. Of course you're feeling off. Of course you feel funky. Like th- there's a lot going on. And on top of it, you just like run a business and like, you know, it's our job from a perspective of like needing to slow down a little bit, to slow down a little bit. Okay. What I think is happening right now is it's hard to dis- escape the discomfort. And we can also feel weird. It can feel weird being celebratory. So like with Rhonda saying like, I didn't even really feel into like putting up Christmas stuff. Like, of course not. Like, like people are dying. Like, why would it feel good to celebrate Christmas? Like, you know, like why would it feel good to celebrate anything? Like it's, it's, it, it's truly hard to have these two things coexist in our life where we want to be really excited and happy about our business. And we are also like extremely concerned about the world we live in and our family or like other things going on, right? Waking up each day to, to be like, what happened now? <laughs> What's up now? Again, I'm laughing. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to open the news. And I think as women, we've really been taught to like suffer in silence. And I say that my my like wannabe best friend, Heather McMahon, she had a podcast called Suffer in Silence. And she was making a joke. She was doing a bit about her husband complaining that he had a migraine one night and just like, you know, being drama. And she was like, dude, suffer in silence. Like women do it all day. <laughs> like, you know, and we see that. We see those like silly challenges they do where they put stim machines on men and like turn it up to period cramps and men melt down. Okay. And these are the ones negotiating arms deals in the Middle East. Like, give me a break. Okay. All right. Enough about world stuff. My main point about talking about everything I just talked about, my main point is to tell you it is a little wild out on the streets and it would be good for you to protect yourself and to think about what can you actually handle. And then maybe like, who could you check on today? You know, who, what friend could you text and say, Hey, I hope you're well. I'm going to send you a funny meme or something. Even if they don't respond, they're going to see it and you're spreading kindness. Spreading kindness is such a good way to get out of our head with some of this stuff. And I'm going to give you more tips coming up here, but you know, 
whenever I feel a little off or a little weird, I'm like, you know what? Let me like be of service. And I think that's a, I don't know who said it first, but when you get nervous, be of service. That's really where I'm at at this point. Now let's zoom into the industry. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that people are still selling just like really basic stuff. And I don't know why women want it. It just feels like I want everyone to stop selling color runs of everything basic. You know, it's just, it's so boring. And I think that's some of the blah too. I'm going to dare to say here that like maybe we need better wholesalers or we need more designers that are doing collabs with like uh, wholesale lines or something. Like, or we need to start doing swaps in our store or adding consignment or thrift or resale or some, like something. I just, I think that we feel a little stuck with inventory. And I, 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 I say that with caution, but I also say that with having seen like the same two jackets that honestly last year were ugly and they're out everywhere. I'm like, what? These are not even cute guys. Like, I also think we're gaslighting ourselves a little bit being like, this is so cute. And it's like, it's not though. Like it, it's, and <laughs> I get that we need things to sell. Okay. I don't deny that. But I think we all need to challenge our wholesalers a little bit and send some emails and be like, yo, can you guys like catch up with the trend? Like, why aren't you running this bestseller? Like, why aren't you doing this? Like, I think, I think honestly, someday I should just become a <laughs> consultant for wholesalers because that's going to affect the boutique in- industry so much. And when we have more bad inventory and less good inventory, it's going to get boring and it's going to get annoying. I think a lot of us, and I, I wrote this out because I just, uh, I just have been seeing this a lot. Okay. So don't beat me up when you hear this, if this is you in any way, shape or form. Okay. It was like not me coming after you. Okay. I just need you to know that. But there was once a time where I said like, I'm really sick of boutiques that are like two names. It's like your kids, two names. And like people either laughed or were like offended, but it's just like so common. And while I'm I'm into it because like, yeah, honor your kids, whatever. Like it's not SEO searchable. It's like annoying to type in. Like it's a long name. You put flowers around the logo. Like I'm just bored. You know, like it's just not fun. I need... I want us to like realize in the boutique industry that we're fashion. Like we're fashion design. Like the root of what we do is like selling fashion. Like go and look at runway shows. Go and like look up like Milan trends, Paris trends, London trends. If you can get yourself to London you will be so inspired. It is one of the most fashion-driven places in the world. And generally, the things that are in London will come here next. They'll hit New York, they'll hit LA, and then they'll spread out everywhere else. And you're sitting there being like, but Emily, I'm in Kansas. Okay, like I get it. But it doesn't mean you can't go and be inspired and see different styling and see new ways to pair things together like that are maybe a few seasons ahead. But you can figure out how to teach your people or like, let's also just inspire women to dress better, you know? Like... So anyway, back up. My joke about the two named boutique. I'm going to expand on that tonight. Okay. I think I personally, and I think you might agree, but I'm sick of these like two named boutiques selling Zanana on a live sale in front of a background that includes a plant, the boutique name, some kind of sideboard or like a chair and this boutique is also, they were, they're selling Zanana. That's like whatever. But they're also selling Judy Blue Jeans, Stanley Dupes, and that like white tote black plaid long jacket. Don't come after me. Don't come after me. Don't come after me. Okay. But like literally you guys, like I just, I'm bored. I'm bored. Okay. Like give me something good. And listen, I'll be honest with you. There's some people out there that are putting together beautiful collections, whether they're sourcing it or designing it. There are some people that are really knocking it out of the park. And then... 
but like that's effort. That's time. That's effort. Like it's happening. What here's the thing. Even if you have access, if everyone has access to all the same clothes, let's just say we're all buying from the same wholesalers. It still matters where you're shooting, how you're shooting, how you're editing. I did a whole thing on my, I think it's an Instagram highlight now. I'm pretty sure I made it one, but you've got to think about like, what's the difference between editorial photos and commercial photos, like your product listing photos. Most of you guys are doing no editorial photos and it's, it's, a, it's a problem. You can even do studio photos that are editorial leaning, meaning like they're more fashion forward. Like I think we have to bring fashion back to boutiques. Like it feels like it's gotten really like Target up in here. And who am I like, am I going to get canceled for saying that? But I think we just need to sell better stuff. We, we got to figure it out. And like, this is a challenge. This is an opportunity. We have the position now to become more expansive and decide that the indicators of success have changed. Okay. They've shifted. I think a couple of years ago, everyone's like, I want more stores. I want to have a warehouse. I want to expand. Da, da, da. But like, honestly, I feel like the trend is away from that now where I think a lot of boutique owners are like, okay, yeah, I'll have like one or two stores or I'll just stay online. I'm going to buy really smart. I'm going to squeeze out every dollar and cent of penny of profit. I'm going to go on vacation a couple of times a year. Like that to me, that is success right there in a nutshell, right? If you can pay yourself, go on vacation, have a good life. That's, that's ideal. And where does that happen? Here's, here's what I'll be honest. Okay. I think I'm seeing it mostly in people who are hitting like 150, 175 is kind of like the lowest, right? But ideally you're getting to like two, 250 a year, $250,000. Let me be very clear. Okay. So two to $300,000 a year, somewhere in there, up to like seven fifty dollars to a million. That range, I know it's a huge range. I know, I know, don't judge. But like, that feels like a sweet spot to me where you're paying yourself, you're moving through inventory. Hopefully you have a good markdown strategy going. You get to make this manageable for you. You don't have to have some kind of like record setting business to be successful. And honestly, like live an awesome life. I think... If you're in that sweet spot of 250 to 1 million, you'll have a really nice life. Like, yes, I know things are more expensive, but if you run your business correctly and you keep your inventory tight, you have good margins, you don't have something for everyone, you specialize, you're good at marketing and taking pictures, like you'll be successful. That's success. Like that's success. Stop chasing something that like doesn't exist. Honestly, I think there's so many people that are just after like, oh, they think they have to do this or do that, or they have to be omni-channel or talk this way. And there's so much big talk in boutique land. Let's be honest. Like we're just selling cute stuff to other women for fun. That's all we're doing. Like, it's, you know, and so if it's becoming not fun or it's becoming blah, we have to start to examine that. And you have to see like, are you content? Like is contentedness just sort of boring? Like, I'm okay with that. Honestly, like the other day I had the most basic day and like, Part of it was just like carving pumpkins on our front porch. It's like, that's so boring, but like, it's so cute and fun. And that's contentedness to me. Like, that's just feeling like, oh yeah, this is life. You know, you don't have to be like going live and going to visit vendors and going to every show and blah, blah, blah. Like you can just like do your thing and sell your stuff and have a nice life. Like if you have been in the position like Rhonda, where you've been a client, you've taken a course, you've learned from me. And, and, you know, learning from me shortened your success path because like, I was like, do this, do that, do that. It's okay right now to be content. And like, it's okay to be a little bored. 
if you had a corporate job, you'd be bored like a lot of the time, probably more than you wouldn't be, right? So the fact that you get to have an exciting life, like that's cool. And and you've got to remember that that's enough. Like that can be enough. Like you go to your store every day. I used to think all the time, just wake up, go to my store all day, hang out with people, eat lunch, maybe have like a dog, make money and support myself. Like that feels like a nice life. You know, (laughs) like I think nowadays it's like we have to like be on boards and volunteer and run the PTA and do sports. Like it's just, there's a lot. So I want to go through a couple things that first of all, I want you to start like doing something that makes you feel good and grounded. This is for everyone. Okay. We have to shift our bodies. We have to shift from where we are to where we want to be. And we have control over that. Like FYI, we have control over our bodies currently in the state I live in. I have control over my body. But we also have control over meditating. We have control over what we believe, what thoughts we feed into ourselves. If the news is not serving us, do not watch it. If going on Instagram doesn't serve you, do not focus on Instagram this week. This is It's okay for the next week, two weeks for you to take a break. I want to be very clear. If, if you're going to take a break, now is the best time to do it, okay? Between October 31st, November 1st, and November 15th. If you decide to like, not go dark, don't go dark, okay? But if you decide to go pull really far back and just schedule all your posts and not really scroll Instagram or scroll Facebook or any of that stuff, this is the best time to do it. Do it. Okay. Work on everything you need to sell, sell, sell through November 16th through December like 24th, you know, whatever that means for you. Get grounded over the next two weeks. Maybe you want to read the retail mindset. Maybe you want to take a class with me. Maybe you want to, you know, get some support and community going in a different way too. Maybe you need to like go to the gym and take a class, you know, or maybe just like go, go take a class. Maybe you want to go to the library. Maybe, I don't know. I think we have to get out of our elements a bit more and do new things. Like we have been going to the trampoline park. Have I talked about this before? Probably. We've been going to the trampoline park. We go with my daughter. She's not even two, but she just loves it. She calls it the jumping park. And I'm going to tell you something. At first I was like, ew, I'm not, I don't want to go. I'm not doing it, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? A, it's playful. B, it's connecting with my, my family, you know, and my daughter. And C, it's really good for me. Like it feels so good. It's so, I get so sore, but it feels really good to go jump on trampolines for like an hour. It moves the energy out of my body. So how can you start to shift some of this energy that doesn't feel good? Whether it feels blah, whether it feels overwhelmed, or whether it feels actually completely uncomfortable, what this situation and these emotions are doing is they're allowing us to see it, get curious about it, and potentially expand our thoughts around it. So when we feel discomfort, what can help ground us? What can help put us in a place where we remember to be playful? One of the things like, honestly, the trampoline park gives me a lot of this. It gives me a lot of grounding. It gives me a lot of like awareness of my body and how it feels and coming back to my body. Whereas like feeling blah, like if you're feeling truly blah, I need you to go underneath that. Like, are you really bored or are you content and you've never felt like that? Hold on. I have to repeat that. Are you really just bored or are you content and like you're just not used to feeling like that? Like your contentedness is your discomfort in a way. So it's masquerading as just being blah. You know, like to me, this is a place where your body might also be remembering 
what's coming. It might also be sort of going into hibernation for the next two weeks so that you can power through those last couple of weeks. Because most of you, if you're having like good sales, you've probably been doing well in September and October. And that's great. That's a good thing because now you can kind of like, you know, it's like that two weeks in January. The first two weeks in January, you should also take off. Like I think after any intense period of selling and being around people and being in energy and money and the exchange of goods and all this stuff, you're going to need a little sensory break. And so just remember, this could be the sensory break that your body is trying to like push you into because it remembers. It's been doing this for seven years. It's remembering that. It's preparing you for November and December. Is that really it? So like, what can you do if you're bored, if you're feeling blah? Like, okay, so I have on on this chart, I'll, I'll try to put it in the show notes, but I have discomfort, blah, and overwhelm at the top of a piece of paper. I also think overwhelm sort of correlates with being burnt out. I think if you talk about being burnt out, it's because you're overwhelmed. It's another way of just saying like, there's too much on my plate. You are all of you, all of you. And maybe you're like, oh no, I dip in like all three of these. Again, this is offering you a place to expand. It's offering you opportunity to get curious about what your needs now are. So if you're bored and you feel blah, what do you need to do? My diagnosis would be that you need 12 days of fun. I did this as like a 12 days of Christmas, which everyone's going to start doing in December. And you don't have to do. Reminder, you don't have to do Black Friday. You don't have to do any of this stuff. You don't don't have to do any of it. If you want to, the option's yours. Okay. I think you need 12 days of fun. I want you to be curious. I want you to like, think about waking up on December 31st. Like if you think about December 31st right now, Take a deep breath. Think about years past on New Year's Eve, how you feel. People are like posting their Spotify roundups. They're like sharing pictures from the past year, highlights, lowlights, all that stuff. What is your highlight reel on December 31st of this year? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And don't censor yourself. You could be like, oh my gosh, I had the best holiday season ever. I had the biggest Black Friday ever. You don't have to censor yourself. How do you want to feel? And how can you use these 12 days of fun, curiosity, exploration, uh, maybe change of scenery? What can you do to challenge yourself in in some new ways and not be bored and not be blah? You know, maybe the way you want to decorate for Christmas is like really different than you used to. Or maybe you just need to get challenged a little bit and like go do some competitive shopping. Honestly, if you're not doing competitive shopping, going shopping at other places, even if it's like Crate and Barrel or wherever, like you need to go to your local mall and shop like once a quarter. Like go do that. That'll be so fun. Like I love retail. I love shopping. And I don't love shopping because I like buying things. I like shopping because it's inspiring. So go to the inspiring places and like get inspired. You know, you know, you have that. And I also want you to think if you're bored and you're blah, like is part of that December 31st thinking about what else you want to do in your own business. So like what else is available to you come next year? Or is is there another business you want to open? Like I think everyone that I've met that has gotten to like five to seven years in business, they start thinking about investments and they start thinking about what's next because your boutique is just a building block to whatever's next for you, right? And it could include the boutique and it could not. And so I think this is a good time to start thinking about what does that look like? Now, if you are truly discom- like uncomfortable, you have a lot of discomfort in your body, in your mind, whatever. Number one, I think it's important for you to get grounded and start doing things that will help you feel like you're getting connected with the earth. So maybe you walk outside barefoot, 
Maybe you use a heating pad or like hot and cold can be really good for you. People love like cold plunges and saunas, but like you can just do the at-home version of that where like I have a heating pad and I have oftentimes I will fill up a like a glass bucket with water and ice and stick my face in it. (laughs) It sounds silly, but it wakes up your vagus nerve and it can just like give you a little jolt. Like if you do that once a day for like a week, it can like really like like put you in a different place, you know, it's it's going to reset your nervous system. And when you're uncomfortable, and I think also when you're overwhelmed, like I definitely shuffle through these two things. And so I'm practicing a lot of the tools from my toolkit. Like if you have the retail mindset, either the book or you've taken retail mindset makeover, both of those things offer you lots of tools to use. Because I think in the face of all this stuff, we need to go and lean back on the tools that we have. And so sticking my face in cold water might not sound like a tool to you, but it's certainly a tool for me because it will completely shift my energy. It will wake me up. It like, it will relax you. It's the weirdest, craziest thing. You also could help someone. I think I mentioned this, like be kind to someone else. Like when you're uncomfortable, reaching out, it gets you out of your head, you know? And I would say the same about overwhelm, but overwhelmed people tend to be like, well, I can't reach out, you know? Like I need to deal with my own stuff. So I, I didn't really put that under this column. I also think when you're uncomfortable, you have discomfort in your body, you have to think about what's going to make you feel safe or what is going to help you remind you that like things are okay. So like taking a walk in nature, being with kids, sometimes swimming feels really good for me. Or like, like I said, the trampoline feels really good for me. But also just like a walk around the block sometimes will reset my energy and I'm, I won't feel so uncomfortable. I'll feel like, okay, like I like got it out of my system. And I think this is a lot of energy management as well. Because there is so much energy flying at us, right? So if you're feeling uncomfortable, discomfort, I keep saying uncomfortable, but I mean like discomfort, discomfort in your body. We, we, I think there's a lot of us that just feel the, the uneasiness about everything for me feels it's discomfort for sure. That's, that's where I've been living a lot lately. I don't really feel overwhelmed and I don't really feel blah. I actually feel pretty inspired, but it's Scorpio season, which I stated earlier. Um, so like I'm in my zone of genius right now. So like, that's not really affecting me, but I have felt like discomfort, you know? So I, for me, I've been working on like drinking more water, not drinking alcohol and sleeping going to bed very early. Tonight I'm staying up late. It's 12, 12. I used to stay up until like two in the morning. And I'm learning the earlier I go to bed, the earlier I get up and the better I feel all day. And so remembering that I have control over those things and how I feel, what I put in my body and what I think and how I sleep, all of that like contributes to just like a healthier me. So I try to remember who I am, that I'm safe and ground in however I can. I've been burning a lot of Palo Santo, um, burning candles, like taking baths, like all of this stuff. Like these are all tools that I've been reaching into my toolkit. I've also been gardening quite a bit. I had some mums that died out front and I replaced them with kale. That looks beautiful. Um, But it was felt really good to like dig some things up and get in some dirt and, you know, like get a little sweaty. Those are the things that are going to help you get out of your head, get back to nature and the earth. Because let's not forget, the earth is here to support us. And we can lean in as with our feminine energy, with our grounding. Like, you know, I always think about bare feet on grass, like how good that can feel and how grounding that can feel. Even if it's for a few minutes, the sun on my face, I'll sit out on my back porch and just get the sun on my face for five minutes. And it's just, uh, you know, it's that reset. How are you baking those into your day? You know, this is for everyone. How are you, you know, giving these 
moments to shift your energy or experience goodness or experience kindness or earth or these things that that will fill our cups genuinely. And they're not like, we don't have to spend money on them. You know, we don't have to like go out of our way to do it. It's just really reconnecting with ourselves, with our homes, with our family and, and feeling comfortable and feeling like we have a support system to lean on. And hopefully that you're able to tap into that. Listen, if the only thing you can do is drink more water and maybe get outside and put your feet on the grass sometimes, that's enough. That's going to shift you. Truly, if you're consistent with that, that will shift you and how you feel. Okay, now if you're overwhelmed, you feel burnt out, you're saying a lot of like, I'm busy, I'm like upset, like I just can't get everything done, like then you have too much on your plate. Okay. And you're like, but Emily, I'm starting a business or Emily, I have this big business. Like, okay, I get it, but it's too much. So you are the person I would say at like, you need to delegate, you need to say no, you need to order pizza, you need to throw things away. Like I, in in a state of overwhelm, like I have too much stuff right now. I like, I just, I have too much stuff and it's accumulated over time from need and from want and from just like mismanagement of my energy. And I'm just donating a lot and getting rid of a lot that, you know, like we just collect things and a good clean out might be just what you need to stop feeling so overwhelmed. I think we, I've I've noticed you get a lot of toys, you get a lot of stuff in the store, people's back rooms, you're like, oh, my back room's so bad. You know what? Get rid of it. Like, unless it is some kind of legal document, like you absolutely don't have like a digital backup, just get rid of everything. you're going to feel so much better. And I know that this like isn't perfect with inventory because some of us have a lot of inventory in the back. But just know, as long as you're getting rid of stuff over time, it will eventually all get out. It has to. And then you have to set a limit to say, okay, well, at a certain point, it needs to be gone. But I think a lot of people that feel overwhelmed, and again, like I, I zone in and out of this, is I think we're not asking for enough help. I think we're not like, letting things go. We're not trying to slow down and relax. We're just like kind of like in the cycle of like, this is what, this is where it is. This is where it's at. No one can help me. I don't, you know, I know for me, asking for support can be very vulnerable. And I think again, as women, when we suffer in silence and we just figure it out, you know, that allows us a really, to to lean into a really bad habit that is just not helpful. And so where can you ask for more help? And to be honest with you, I have stopped grocery shopping pretty much altogether unless it's like, oh, I want to run in and grab something. But there's always food in our house and I don't care how it gets here, but it gets here. And that's a big thing for me to let go of and to ask for support for. So I think it's important for all of us to, to recognize what are the things that maybe domestically or around the house or around the store, like what are the things we're doing? I don't need to be doing that anymore. And that sounds silly, but you know, I do honestly think that the people in our lives need to step up a little bit more. And you might be like, oh my gosh, my partner is so amazing that like we're definitely 50-50, da-da-da. Well, you know, here, I don't know if things are 50-50. Like if you're bringing home money for your family and you're, you're making a significant dent in the household's like finances, I think we need to like rethink. It's going to allow me to do my job and do it really well and grow my business or scale my business? Or am I cool because I'm just maintaining my business, right? We can't do it all. And we need to stop telling ourselves we can because it's slowly killing women. Like more women are like getting very sick, having heart attacks. Like you guys, if you've been around long enough, you know my heart stuff. And I think it's just because we can't slow down. And I get, listen, I can genuinely say there are times I feel overwhelmed, but I'm at a point now where I'm 
pretty good, like nervous system wise. I feel uncomfortable more than anything else. But overwhelmed, like I'm just like, I'm not, I don't accept it as my truth anymore. I'm just like, that's not something I am. I don't associate myself with being overwhelmed, but I used to. And again, I would encourage you in, in all of these situations, like if you do feel like it's an extreme level or you need a therapist or you need to like join something like Workaholics Anonymous, which I'm sure I, I shouldn't say that I did, but I did. I went to some meetings and it was very, very helpful. Um, but I think it's time to get support and community. And I think this is why I'm mentioning that. Okay. Because what I'm saying is this podcast is, is, is a bridge for you to hopefully get you to thinking differently, to feeling differently, to feeling also like validated for maybe everything that's been on your mind and like not quite sure how to address it. I think a lot of us are sitting here just feeling like, how do we run our businesses when like all of this is going on? It's really normal. And it's really normal to feel weird. But I also think in a certain way, we cannot let this derail us from being safe and sound businesses, right? We still have to maintain... Like the dentist office still has to stay open regardless of what's going on. You know know what I mean? Like we got to keep kind of going on as normal and also recognize that some really abnormal things are happening around us and maybe within us too, right? So things are shifting. Be open to the shift. Be open to creative possibilities. I've said to a couple of people lately, like, listen, you've got to stop gripping onto this like thing that you're gripping onto. Like this, you think this is going to happen. You think this is the outcome. Like, you know, my mother-in-law said it best when she says like, make plans and God laughs. Like make plans and they're bound to be broken. That's like, that's just how it goes. Okay. So stay open to possibilities. Stay up on your inventory. Know what's going on around you and, and know when it's time to cut people, things, places, turn things off. Like know when that's, that's time and be bold and, and brave in doing those things. Because right now, I think running a business is a very bold and brave thing right now. Okay. So don't also discredit yourself and don't think that what you're doing isn't important and isn't needed and isn't worthy of you doing it. So with that, it's past my bedtime. I'm going to go to bed. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you're well. We're still moving on around here, but I felt like this was worthy to discuss and I hope you got something out of it. I like genuinely hope I'm not going to get canceled. I just, again, I'm laughing. I'm so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable to talk about this stuff sometimes, but someone has to do it. And like, I will volunteer as tribute this time because I, you know, I've been through a lot in this industry. I've been around for like 10, 12 years now and longer than, I mean, longer than that in a, in a bigger scope, right? But just boutique land, it's been a while. And I've seen a lot come and go guys. I've seen a lot. And, you know, history history does repeat itself in some ways and we don't want it to repeat itself in other ways. I just think we're going through some unprecedented times and it's okay to feel uncomfortable and feel like blah and feel overwhelmed and feel like you don't know which way is up. So here's what I'm going to say. The diagnosis for everyone is don't take yourself too seriously over the next two weeks. Give yourself space and time to explore what it is you need to explore within yourself, within your family, within your boundaries and relationships. And then come back to work in two weeks mentally, right? Like this doesn't mean like don't work. Like I don't want to say that, but mentally I need you to like 
be like, work's going to be okay. The store is going to be okay. I, you know, I, I'm going to do the things that make me money every day. I'm not going to ignore my daily gen, like revenue generating activities, but I'm also going to be honest with myself and say like, what do I need? What, where do I need space? Where do I need time? And I'm going to give myself that time. Like I've been going to bed early some nights and things aren't quite done, but that's okay. Still going to be there tomorrow. It's always there in the morning. Let me tell you. Okay. Okay. Rhonda, that was a really long-winded answer. So I hope it helped. I hope there were pieces and parts in there that helped every one of you. Even if it didn't all resonate, I hope at least something resonated and that you spend the rest of this week doing something that feels good or feels productive in a way that's not harmful to you or you know that feels safe to you. I'll talk to you guys next time. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Have you been in business between three and seven years? You're doing between 20 and $40,000 per month, up and down, right? It's not really consistent. You feel like, wow, I'm making a ton of money, but I'm not really making money because I don't pay myself. I'm always freaking out about paying bills and it feels like you're always out of stock in your very best style. Something is wrong. I know I should be doing better. Does this sound like you? Imagine a life where your boutique has consistent, predictable sales and you get to pay yourself enough to fully replace your salary. No more worrying about what can get charged on your credit card, just pure positive cash flow and easy peasy living. Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator isn't just good, it's a game changer. Molly really said it best. Emily helped me organize my wholesale business so I wasn't flying by the seat of my pants every day and wondering why I was so exhausted every day. Molly hit a million dollars in sales in 2023. That's the reality that my program, Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, is offering to you. Think about it. A future where your boutique is a well-oiled machine. No more sleepless nights over inventory nightmares or financial stress. With Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, we can grow your sales by 20 to 50% in as little as six months. On top of that, you'll finally get to pay yourself what you deserve. Molly, just like you, was drowning in chaos. Now, she's not just organized, she's thriving. As Molly puts it, I'm up 57% in sales, 7% in profit. I took two real vacations this year and I have my launches scheduled a year in advance. These are my results, but I truly don't think it would have happened without Emily and Sky's The Limit. I have to add, Molly only started this program in November of 2022, and this is her growth now, November of 2023. But I don't want to just talk about this. I want to help you act on it. And this is where it gets even better. If you are hearing this right now, enrollment for Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator is open and it's at the lowest price available. Seriously, imagine a boutique where you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Your bank account is healthy and your stress levels are at an all-time low. Don't take my word for it. Hear what a few other people have to say. Rhonda said, I feel more in control of my inventory than ever before. Thanks to you and sky's the limit. Probably the best investment I've ever made in my business. Part of what Rhonda's not telling you is that in under six months, she had reduced her dead inventory by 50%. Ashley also joined us last November of 2022 and was averaging between 20 and $24,000 a month, simply selling through her Facebook group. By February, she had jumped to $32,000 by March was hitting $42,000 a month. That's double what she was doing just a few months before. We didn't do any advertising. 
She actually launched less days a week. We simply made better buying decisions that fueled her growth. Time sticking. Your dream boutique is just a click away. You can have results just like this too. Head on over to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash skies the limit, all one word, and enroll right now. Your 20 to 50% increase in sales in 2024 starts right now.